0: hey y'all my name is lmc if you are interested in the cannabis industry then definitely hit that subscribe button down below i would very much appreciate it okay so uh as you guys can see in the title uh we are going over the dark web again um Let me know, by the way, in the comments, if you guys have any interest in this kind of content. I've gotten some requests lately about this, and I studied a lot of stuff in college. Um, This stuff fascinated me. Uh, So I love to explore this this topic, really. So just, so we're gonna go over what are the average pricing uh, for cannabis on these dark web marketplaces, right? So if you guys just don't know, if you don't know what the dark web is, the dark web is pretty much the rest of the internet that is blocked by government uh, entities, right? By the governments. Um, now there, how do you reach the dark web? Well, as you guys can see in this, uh, uh, um, this study that was done, um, that's been actually, I believe has been peer reviewed. Um, by the way, let's, we have, Okay, so this is Cannabis Prices on the Dark Web. It's by Jacob, Serrani, and Jan von Orrs. Uh, it's by the Tinbergen Institute. And yeah. Yeah, so we gotta give creds, of course. There we are. Okay. So how do you get to the dark web? We'll use, um, use a onion, uh, router, right? Uh, an onion router, which is pretty much Tor software, right? Tor, uh, is a technology that was developed by, uh, DARPA, right? I, I usually just say the Navy, but, um, you know, now that we, now that we're here, um, so the core, the core, princip- the core principle behind the, tour, uh, behind the tour was developed as a project at the U.S. Naval Research Laboratory and Defense Advanced uh, Research Projects uh, Agency, DARPA, right? DARPA by the, in, in the early 1990s. By the way, DARPA, DARPA is probably one of the most interesting... Uh, government agencies, right? They pretty much develop the technology that you don't hear about until like 10, 20, 30 years later, right? DARPA is where they create some crazy stuff there. But the Tor, uh, Tor software, um, which to be specific to explain uh, through this is a uh, internet users are able to hide and transmit their communication anonymously, the core principle, right? So pretty much though, it continuously scrambles your IP address all over the world. It just, there's tons of, the reason why they call this an onion router is there's multiple layers of protection, right? Because um, it's continuously, it's it's literally, it's pretty, I mean, I've heard of some people being able to somehow break through and track people, but not really. Um, But it just continuously bounces your signal all over uh, the world, makes it pretty much uh, untraceable. Okay, so let's go. So obviously, the Silk Road um, is the most famous, right? It's created. It was created by Ross Ulbricht. He's now in jail, Um, and you know his whole idea of creating uh, the Silk Road was to you know liberate. Uh, And to create a more safe environment for, uh, you know, drug deals and, you know, a lot of, a lot of times, you know, drug deals can go bad if it's, you know, illegal, right? Um, And these drug deals, you know, can end up with people getting killed, all types of bad stuff happening. So he created this, uh, you know, he created this, um, this marketplace that, you know, pretty much was the Amazon of illegal drugs, right? Uh, because he wanted to make the process safer, more efficient, you know, more uh, more commercialized, but also more connected to not commercialized. I don't even say that's the best way to put it. Uh, but you know, people all across the world can, you know, if you're a vendor, you can post your, uh, you know, your product that you're selling, and then if you're a consumer, you can, you know, purchase products. It'll arrive at your house pretty discreetly, um, and then you know, via USPS or any sort of uh, mailing uh, service. And then you also can write reviews, right? And so it's a checks and balances system, right? It's a decentralized system for the most part using decentralized uh, currency with cryptocurrency, decentralized uh, or untrack and then untraceable uh, software that, you know, people can't locate you. Okay, but what are we here today? We're here to look at like, uh, you know, this is, this is a study that was done in 2014 and 2015. So things have changed. I, I probably will do an update video on this, um, but I wanted to give you guys an idea of what are, what's the cannabis pricing for these dark web, you know, marketplaces. Also, I just want to, you know, disclaimer, I'm not saying you guys do this. I'm not encouraging it. I'm edu- just for purely education uh, purposes. Okay, so this study uh, was mainly based off of Alphabay, which is a, I don't think you even know if they're still up anymore, uh, because this is obviously in 2020, but uh, let's go. So we used data from a dark web a site called Alphabay. Alphabay began its operations on September 1st, 2014 as an auction style marketplace for all black and market items. It allowed users to sell and buy items in several categories ranging from chemicals and drugs to weapons, jewel software and several others, all right? That's the dark web for you. Um, the interface and functioning of outbay were very similar to auction sites such as eBay, right? So these are things that are like very like it's it's like I said, eBay, Amazon. These are identical. There's there's literally review systems, checks and balances. Um, you know, you have your virtual wallet. You have your vir- virtual wallet with Bitcoin, uh, which is just like the Tor. Uh, it's the pretty much the Tor. It's the version. It's the Tor version of uh, you know currency right? that's used online. Okay, so let's get, let's go over this pricing. Okay, so data and summary statistics. So our data set contains information about 511 cannabis prices sold by 141 different vendors from 18 countries. We collect data from the cannabis and hashish subsection on the, of the site between twenty, between September 29th and October 12th, 2015, that we're still active. The focus of our analysis is on active listings due to the fact that the listings sold out in the past are often deleted by sellers. Uh, Paki pa- pa- Klaustin uh, estimate that approximately 20% of listings on Alphabay did not remain online for more than two weeks, right? they continuously to get taken down. Uh, there's, a lot, there's a lot of different things. It could be the FBI. It could be, you know, the FBI usually takes down the entire marketplace, right? But not, you know, uh, specific listings, right? Um, for each listing, we have the following information the fixed minimum quantity of cannabis offered. Okay, we'll showcase that. So note that both the quantity and price per item are fixed and non-negotiable. We calculate the price per gram from offered quantity and the related listing listed price. The quantity offered is a minimum. For example, suppose a listing offered eight grams of cannabis for a listed price of uh, US $80, then we calculate the price as US $10 per gram. If this listing also displayed 30 items sold, we calculate total quantity sold as 30 times 8, 240 grams. We have no information about the total amount of items. Okay, sold per transaction. So the 30 items sold could have been sold in a minimum one transaction. Okay, so this is the statistics. Okay, so mind you, this is 2014 to 2015 really. Uh, These prices definitely probably for sure have changed. Okay, so let's start with cannabis price. Okay, so okay, so the very first one is cannabis price, so U.S. dollars per gram. So the mean average is ten point four dollars per gram. Pretty regular, especially back then. Um, minimum was one point four dollars, maximum was sixty four dollars, right? Um, and this is the sample group. Um, that's insane. Yeah, so okay so quantity per item uh, so for how many grams were in each typical on average sale 94 grams. So that's a little bit under a quarter pound. You got 112 is a quarter pound, right? Um, Minimum was 0.2 to 4,560. What is that like? 4,560, that is right over that's about a little over a hundred pounds, about 110 or something, 110 pounds maximum quantity. Um, okay. So the total quantity sold, uh, so the quantity per item, yeah, the, I don't know how it that is, but total quantity sold though, 307 grams. Um, Minimum, okay, so a maximum was 7,700 grams, which is... Let's do this math really quick. Um... Okay, 7,700 divided by 448. So let's right over a little bit over 17 pounds, right? 17 pounds, we're gonna take 7700, divide that by 448. Okay, so seller rate, this is the seller rating, which is the checks and the the review system that I was talking about. Average is a 98% score out of 100, so that's pretty pretty fucking good. Um, Minimum was 69, max was obviously 100. Okay, so escrow payment, uh, let me go over that. So THC content, um, that's average 16%, um, minimum 1%, and then maximum 25% THC. Um, and so yeah. Pretty much, you know, the other stuff is not as super interesting to me or such important, but let's keep going over this. So the average price per gram of dried cannabis herb was $10.4. The cannabis price ranged from $1.4 to $64 per gram, depending on the strain and quality uh, and the THC content. The average amount of cannabis offered per listing was 88.8 grams with the amounts ranging from 0.2 grams to more than 4.5 kilos. Shit, that's a lot. 4,500, 4.5 kilos. On on average, a listing on the Alpha Bay marketplace sold about three hundred grams of cannabis. Um, right, three hundred grams of cannabis, like right under three quarters of a pound, right? So about a little over twelve, a little under a little under twelve ounces because they're 16 ounces in a pound. So the rating depend mainly on the factors such as quality of cannabis claimed, quality of cannabis received, time until the delivery of goods, right? So these are all just typical things, right? So did they meet, you know, this is the beauty about this review system, right? You know, it checks them on all this. Like seriously, it's just like a legit, you know, just like any other regular marketplace, it's it's on time. Is it is it actually being uh, uh, advertised as it actually appears? Um, you know all these different other things that any other uh, would do. So the lowest-rated seller had a score of 69, right? And then the highest was 100. Since about two-thirds only received positive scores, the average seller rating was very high, 98.2. About 75% of sellers accepted escrow payments, while the remaining 25% required the final the fi- to finalize the transaction early, right? So escrow, right? Escrow is Pretty much allows you to. It's a little bit like PayPal, right? I mean, uh, it allows you to, you know, have money in limbo, and then once you have confirmed, right, that it's actually been sent, then you know, it is sent automatically. So it gives you a little bit more of a safety net from getting scammed. Um, yeah. So the other twenty-five percent you need to pay up front, pretty much. So the usual content of T C was around sixteen percent and about five. So. So of all listings around 60% originated from countries where cannabis use is either decriminalized, quasi legalized or legalized. So I guarantee you, by the way, like if we, if we look at data, uh, a data set that's from, you know, 2018 to 2019, this would all, this all data would be very different. Uh, so I would definitely will look at, look into that here in the future. Um, but I want to give you guys just an idea um, of, you know, how much does, how much can, how much does cannabis cost on the dark web? So and typically I'm going to be honest. If you live in a legalized, uh, if you live in a legalized uh, region or state country or quasi legalized, or it's, you know, decently good price, I wouldn't buy, on, I wouldn't buy this on the dark web at all I whatsoever. Uh, cannabis has never been a, I mean, I guess I'm a little bit biased because I grew up in in, in Seattle and in Washington and we've always had really, you know, prices are literally more expensive in the legal market than they used to be in, in the black market um, back when I was growing up. Uh, we just had, you know, massive amounts of, uh, we, had a, we, had just, we had a lot of volume, right? And so prices went down and, and yeah, I mean, I remember like, pay. I mean, prices are, they're, they're right around the same, actually, I guess. They're not that much more expensive nowadays, but. You know, we were getting like fifteen dollars eighths. You can still get those here in Seattle, right? But maybe the quality's on as good. You know, I remember really quality eighth, twenty-five dollars an eighth, twenty dollars an eighth. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about that in an upcoming podcast, I'm doing it with my with my good buddy uh, Jackson. Um, so I'm excited for that. Anyways, this is cannabis prices on the dark web. Um, really appreciate it. y'all. Please let me know if you guys like this content. You guys want to know more about the dark web black market cannabis, more of the more intricacies of it. Uh, you know, I, like I said, I studied it in college, uh, stuff fascinates me. Um, so please hit the like button, share, drop a comment. Let me know Do you want more content like this, uh, more likes, the more comments, uh, the, the better the video does, the more, the more I'm going to do content like this. So it's really up to you guys. Uh, you know, I'm all, as you guys, if you're, if you've been a, uh, uh, consistent, uh, viewer, you know, I'm all about getting feedback from you guys and trying to provide the content that you guys want. So let me know. Anyways, my name is LMC. Please go check out my social medias. Maybe follow me if you would like. Um, also you can listen to audio, the audio, uh, uh just the audio, uh, formats of these let's talk cannabis LMC, uh, segments on, Apple podcasts, Spotify, Google podcasts, anywhere you listen to your podcasts, you can listen to them there. Also go check out my new, my new podcast, the frame of flower podcast up to episode 12. We get a bunch of really cool episodes coming out here soon. Um, so definitely, you know, keep your eyes open for that. Also for the frame of flower podcast, you can you know listen to that obviously on Apple podcasts, uh, Spotify, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but yeah, everything's linked down below. Go check it out. Um, anyways, Really appreciate y'all. My name is LMC. I hope everyone's staying super safe and sound and have an amazing, amazing day. Peace.